0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, welcome back to the Ryan Ragoni Show on Believe Network and the Draft Network. You know, I had to show the specialists some love this week. You know, it's been a while since we had a specialist on here. We had Andy Borgalis, you know, last week was a special teams player of the week. He was 10 for 10 on extra points and he was 10 for 11 on touchbacks. So, uh, Andy, thank you for coming on and representing the specialists.
1: And thank you for having me. Um, I've been been watching these podcasts since they since they started. So you know, you've been
0: waiting your turn, huh? But yeah,
1: just waiting patiently. Well,
0: your time has finally come. And, you know, I ask everybody, you know, when they come on here, I like to get to the beginning, you know, where they came from. And I already know you are from Miami. But, you know, tell me about it. Tell me about growing up down here and, you know, how you got into football
1: and, you know, things like that um how i got into football honestly it was mainly because of my brother mm-hmm. um we came from venezuela and he we went to the park close to our house and he saw people we well, saw kids wearing helmets yeah. and he, i remember he, he told this story because I, I wasn't old enough to really remember but um told my mom that he wanted to wear a helmet that was, that was his main reason to to play football and then me being the little brother I always want to just copy, copy my brother, like, do what he does. Um, I just joined in on fun and then here we are. What age
0: did you start playing football?
1: Uh, started at five years old. Really? Okay. So, okay.
0: You know, what is it? They call your brother, brother FIFA, huh?
1: Yeah. So that started in high school when he went to Booker T. Um, they started calling him FIFA and then they called me Lil FIFA. So yeah. It, it's kind of just stuck. Like, it, it, if, Anyone who went to Booker T or, or knows about my brother from Booker T, yeah. um, they know him as FIFA and then me as Lil' FIFA. So, in Florida, you know, Miami,
0: I guess, South Florida, I, I noticed a lot of kids, like, they transfer high schools. What Like, what's up with that? Like, how, how many high schools did you go to? Uh,
1: so, I was planning on only going to two. Uh, COVID made that three, um, but my my... Reasoning was uh I wasn't getting used as much as I'd like and knowing how game changing a, ki- a good kicker is in high school, especially in Florida, um, is I-, I decided to transfer out and from or transfer out from Booker T and went to Chaminade. So wait, so not being used as you thought,
0: like they weren't scoring a bunch or like,
1: like we so. It was first round of playoffs we were down by two uh it was fourth and 15 around there and we went for it to win the game and it was like maybe like a 40 something yard field goal mm-hmm. and i remember at halftime i was hitting from 55 so i i felt good and i remember i was right next to the head coach and told him i was like let's do it like I'll, i'm i'm ready and Ended up going for it and the receiver dropped the ball and we lost the game. So dang. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so where did you end off at? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, so I ended off at, uh, Champagnat. It's in Hialeah. Um, they gave me the opportunity to graduate early. Um, mm-hmm. which I made that decision due, due to COVID and, and everything that was going on. Um, just wanted to get like a, a an, an extra step into the college world yeah and was able to do that at that high school so i I made the 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 change
0: okay okay that it makes a little sense but i mean where i'm from is like you don't transfer high schools but like nowadays i see kids in florida these kids be having like edits and stuff like respect my decision like i'm transferring to blah 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 high school i'm like what in the world they're saying like college or nothing they're saying nfl you're not you know (laughs) changing different teams whatever it is mm-hmm. but i mean they take that stuff serious down here
1: i mean it it's high school football in florida that's that's it, it gets serious down here man i mean hey it's serious it, it in gets, texas now it's, it's, it's real serious i in mean texas. hey i say cali texas and and florida are top three in, in high school football so is that your order are you admitting that Porter's three? Oh no oh okay. no that's okay. not I, my thought, order. I thought we
0: caught someone slipping nah. here
1: Nah, you know damn well Florida's number one. Shit.
0: <laughs> well, this is actually pretty funny. Um, I almost missed my fantasy draft pick just now, but Ooh. luckily I didn't. Ooh. You know, I I know that we're you know doing an interview right now, but there's some things that are more important. Oh yeah. Than being you know. Especially in uh,
1: week one, Lou Headley is on. You're playing Lou week yep. one. Yes, sir. No, so it's, I already it's missed be, like two of my wicked. draft
0: picks. I can't let it happen again. <laughs> Just imagine, like, let's say, uh, Cristobal, we're in a team meeting and all of a sudden he's just like, hold up, guys, hold up, hold up. I'm up next. And he just starts looking through. He's like, all right, all right. Uh, all right, a draft Drake London and then we're receiving. We're like, what are you doing, coach? So, oh, sorry, fantasy draft. <laughs> like, just imagine, like, just pausing in the middle of your words. Yeah.
1: That'd, it it that'd would be, be, that'd be, that'd be, be his story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's once a year, so
0: I apologize, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't. You know, this is yeah. once a year. Man, you, man, there's, there's a lot of pride that comes into. This. Yeah, it's important. An important decision. Decision. You don't want to be the guy that comes in last place in your fantasy. Yep. There, there's a lot, a lot of pride that comes into this. Mm-hmm. But tell me, you know, so your brother in high school, he's a good kicker, signed to FIU, correct? Yep. How was that? You know, growing up, you know, having an older brother like that, you know, doing the same thing that you do. Of course I had older brothers that played football and stuff like that, but they weren't, you know they didn't sign to no division one school or stuff like that, you know, straight out of high school. So it wasn't like, you know, me trying to match them. But in your way, I guess you're you know, you're competing at the same time, like you're trying to match him, trying to, you know, yeah. outdo him. So yeah. how was that?
1: Um, honestly it was it was my motivation. Yeah. That that pretty much motivated me ever since I was little. Um mm-hmm. Just always trying to be like him and obviously seeing him go to FIU. I was like, okay, hey, D1, maybe I yeah. can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of just w- once I got to that age where I could give him some competition, that's yeah. when it got fun. Yeah. Because that, that's when we, we both would, would go head to head on on a nice little practice or something. So
0: You know, growing up, it's always said like the little brothers, you know, they're, they always end up being the best because yeah. when you're growing up, you're competing against them. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize the age gap, you're just competing against them, you don't realize, well hey, he's fourteen and I'm only ten, and you know I'm trying to for your case, I'll kick him or whatever, yeah, for me, I would like always race my brothers trying to beat <laughs> them, like stuff like that. you just yeah. don't realize that, mm-hmm. and then once you get you know older you're you've been used to competing against guys that are four years older than you, yeah, so once you compete at your level, you're just that far ahead
1: mm-hmm. i know? mean that that honestly taught me a lot because I know um my brother everything that he learned he passed it down to me yeah and like he he always says that um that i'm better than him mm-hmm. or that i'm gonna be better than him and all yeah. that but i i honestly from my eyes i'll probably never see it like that because yeah. i always see him as like as my mentor as my big brother obviously and as my role model yeah so i, I base everything that i do i base it off of him because i yeah. mean he's he's been going to, to places that I dream of. Yeah. So uh, he's he's just been kind of that like that light, I guess you could say. Yeah. That light 100%. at the end of the time just keeping me in line. So. Yeah. I, exactly, exactly.
0: So in high school, you're committed to Miami. hmm And then your brother transfers from FIU to Miami. How cool was that?
1: Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. That was amazing. I know uh we were talking behind the scene. And I was like, Oh, what do you come to Miami? Like you wish you transferred? Mm-hmm. And then ended up happening, and he had probably his best year. So. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah.
0: he won the Lou Groza. Like, how mm-hmm. amazing is that?
1: Oh, that was that was awesome. But now, even in just in history in general, there's going to be Jose Borgales. for the rest 2020. Of time. Lou mm-hmm. Groza winner, and I'm I'm on my way there. Yeah, 100.
0: percent I mean, that gives you something to, like shoot for. I mean, obviously, you're always oh, yeah. competing with your brother. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, hey, man, like, you won the Lou Groza, rule, I'm going to win it too, you know. It gives you goals. And to see his yeah. name every single day in practice up in the rafters, oh, Jose yeah. Borgales, like, that's got to be, you know, motivational every time you step out there.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I see that every day. And it, it just, again, it motivates me because it's like, all right, I'm trying to be next to my brother and then have my trophy next to his trophy. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to one-up him by winning two Lou uh-huh. Um, So I just got to focus on that. But... As of right now focusing on one game at a time. So hundred percent. So last year, how do you feel, you know,
0: you did? You know, year one, you know, freshman year, obviously, you know, it's it's your first year, you know,
1: you're gonna have ups and downs. How do you feel you did overall? Um, obviously as a true freshman, um based on other kickers, I feel like I I did pretty good, but based on my standards, uh, I could do a lot better. And I, I've worked on stuff that I needed to work on over the offseason and, and everything. So I, I feel like I'm I'm on my way to having a, a new – or not new, but a, a better season this year because of how I've mentally prepared myself and, and mm-hmm. physically.
0: No, I mean, I, I can see, you know, the difference, obviously, from last year and this year. But I, with the difference, I think, and why I see it is because of all the work that's been done during the offseason. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people might not know this, but – the specialists, y'all would meet up every single week, you know, during the summer and during uh, the spring to kick together, and like every single week. And I think that, you know, obviously it's showing, you know, you had a great, you know, first game. You know, we'll see obviously where it goes from there. But even during fall camp, you know, the way you've been looking looks good. And the, I guess the camaraderie of the whole specialist, you know, specialist as a whole has gotten better because of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we emphasize uh, chemistry in the special teams uh, unit because at the end of the day, uh, I depend on Mason or, or Clay or Will and Lou to hold to hold for me. Yeah. like For me to make a kick. Yeah. Um, so I, I have to put pretty much all my trust into them mm-hmm. for for me to be able to make a kick. So it, it really comes down to having that chemistry in us and, and, and just becoming as a becoming one family, you know? So uh, we're really big on that and we've been working on it since, I mean, they've been working. I mean, I know Lou's been working on it since before I got here. Yeah. And then just every year it just gets better and better and better.
0: You know, people might not know this, but I'm an honorary specialist. I hang out with these guys all the time, you know, (laughs) all the times they go out to eat, you know, I'm there Uh Uh, whenever we, uh, Whenever y'all would go kick during the summers, like yep, you're there. Guess who shows up? You know, mm-hmm. I'm shagging balls out yep. there, like
1: whatever y'all need. Like I remember I remember the one time you came out on a chair and just sat down. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I literally just came out there and uh what's his name? Napper was like snapping the ball. He yep. he needed someone to catch it. You were kicking, mm-hmm. Lou was punting, and yeah. I was just I brought a little lawn chair out there and I was like, All right, go ahead and just snap it to mm-hmm. me. I'm just relaxing yeah. outside, just catching a ball, <laughs> sitting in a lawn chair. Yeah. But uh, I mean it's it's fun being around y'all. I, I love you know the camaraderie around there. It was fun to be a part of that, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, we we just like to have fun while also working hard at the same time. Exactly, and yes. I love that. I love being around that that energy. You know, mm-hmm. it feeds off to other people. Yeah. You know, I mean that that's another big thing we're like another thing we're big on. Um, like just no negativity. Because at yeah. the end of the day, being negative isn't going to get you anywhere. Exactly. Um, I Just have a neutral mindset just yeah so thinking what now neutral what? yeah so what
0: now so what? what now amen what? amen so you know after last year your development for year 2 what are your goals for this
1: season uh goals for this season obviously end up being better than last year yeah and obviously the, the winning the Lou Groza award and being an all-american this year yeah um but I'm I'm more focused on just the team. Yeah, you know, I'm like as long as the team does good, I'll do good because it just correlates. Yeah, vice so, versa. Yeah. Amen. And I we look good this year, so I'm I'm it's looking pretty good. Yeah, you excited. Yeah, <laughs> excited? I'm I, I, excited like, for it. I, I'm at loss for words because mm-hmm. I just don't know how to explain it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too, man. I mean, mm-hmm. we got a big season ahead of us. You know, it's only week two yep. about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm excited for everything that's to come. You know, I asked this last time, uh, to Caleb and to Mitch, but, you know, it's something I like to ask a lot is, you know, what makes you you? You know, what
1: drives you? What motivates you? Um, what drives me? Honestly, it's just my parents. Mm -hmm. Like they've, they've worked so hard just getting me to where I am today. Just kicking cams. And all the money they had to put in into just plane rides, and plus the camps. Like kicking camps aren't, they aren't cheap. Yeah, you know, like, they they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And and my parents managed to to find a way yeah. to help me go to them and get my name out there, mm-hmm. which is, and then it all pays off into having a full scholarship at a, a top tier university and not having to pay a dime.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it it really really pushes me to go even harder knowing that that they had to work hard for me to be successful so i just want to repay them in any way possible
0: that right there i I, you know i can relate to that a lot you know i I feel you know personally a part of me what motivates me is the same thing Mm -hmm. um you know parents doing you know so much you know for my family my dad actually has the same and it's whatever it takes yep like he you know Mm -hmm. You could say bills, for instance, like, man, these bills are too much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, what are you going to do about it? Whatever it takes. Hey, you know, kids got to go to college and do whatever it takes. You know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, you got to do whatever it takes to be successful. And I've, you know, put that in my life as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I I ended up getting, you know, tattooed on me. I know you got a lot of, you know, it's ink (laughs) on you now. Yeah. Legs, cap, arm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's good, man. I, I can relate to that. I like that. And I think family's you know, always the best driving factor. You know, when you're having a hard day, you know, you just it makes you push harder because of the ones you love.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Everything I like to do. Uh, at the end of every episode. I like to ask. For you to basically give someone a piece of advice, it could be about anything, just
1: anybody out there. What would you say to them? Um, I'm gonna look at the camera for this. One thing that I just want everyone to know, just believe in yourself. Um, Don't let other people influence like your decisions, your your actions or anything, because at the end of the day, someone else's opinions aren't going shouldn't or shouldn't affect how you feel, how your day goes or anything. So it's kind of just focus on yourself. And as long as you do that, everyone around you is going to just feel that positive energy that you that you put out. Um So that, that's it's really a big thing I'm on. And also just if you focus on yourself, mental health is going to be good. That's another thing I'm big on and physical health and, and everything that comes with just focusing on yourself and not putting focus on unnecessary things around you. So I, I like that. I got. If
0: you don't mind, can you go in, you know, a little deeper on that? You said you one thing you're big on is mental health. That's something that, you know, I've been working on myself, you know, mm-hmm. quite, you know, hard lately, because I mean, that's a big, big thing. And people don't yeah. talk about that as much. And I feel like it should.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you can, you know, dive a little deeper into that. Um, So I I'm kind of like open to talk about it now. But, yeah, um, I well I still still do, but kind of. Able to manage it and, and have learned ways to just keep, keep being positive. Yeah. Um, but I do suffer with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, some days, you know, you, you get those days where you just, you just want to just not talk to anyone, just mm-hmm. sit in, sit in the dark, just not do anything pretty much. Yeah. But what that, that, that's when my motivation comes in and takes over. Cause at the end of the day, sitting in a dark room crying or something isn't going to help me get to my goal or help me uh, get generational wealth. You know? yeah. So at the end of the day, you just have to push yourself. And I know it's not easy for everyone to, to like everyone deals with it different types of ways. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's whenever I like have a friend or something, they, they come to me like, oh, like my mental health isn't good. Like I just tell them like, Focus on yourself. I mean, it, it's not going to be easy. Mm. Obviously, there's going to be days where like you just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. You know? But that's when you have to think about the ones around you, the ones who actually love you, care about you and everything. So that, that's, that's what I've been really working on ever since I started having depression and stuff like that. So, um, that's, that's pretty much all I say
0: yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that, and I feel you, you know, 100%. I mean, I promise, you know, I, I've felt that same way so many times, you know. There's been days where I've just woken up, and, like, you you just feel that pain, like, inside, where yeah. you just don't even want to get out of bed. You don't want to do anything, and yeah. you just you got to push forward, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, my dad has this uh this thing he always told me as a kid, and it took me a real long time to really, like, grasp it and understand it mm-hmm. but he always told me life ain't fair yep it isn't it isn't it life is not fair
1: never is never will
0: exactly and yeah. you're gonna have those days where it's, life is just beating you down and you yeah. feel like man like i just want like you said sit here in this dark room and just cry but like what good is that gonna do you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so you do have to find that motivation and that inner drive to push yeah. you through that and man you know it i mean mm-hmm. it's hard it's a hard oh, yeah. hard thing to do and it's yeah. something i've been battling with man for i mean i had a real hard hard honestly past two and a half years yeah. i mean since coveted i mean it
1: mm-hmm.
0: it has been a real real long hard journey yeah. and you have your ups and downs mm-hmm. and you know for me the scariest part was those ups when you feel the best yeah. right because you that's, always cause that you,
1: that's when you know exactly that that, that because what st- goes
0: up must come down. And it's yeah. like, you get that feeling of, man, I feel so good right now. Mm-hmm. But inside, you know, that anxiety, that depression oh, yeah. that has, you know, been there before. It's like creeping inside and it's telling you, like, mm-hmm. it's not going to last. Yeah, It's not going to last. Like, mm-hmm. just be ready. Like, it's about to go down. And it just, yeah. it ruins the highs for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's something that it's hard to battle against. And it's hard to, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate the highs. You know, cause you know a low is coming. Yep. But one thing that it's taught me, and I'm not saying this is the right way to do it, but you know, I try and just stay like this. Mm-hmm. I try and just stay level headed. I may not you may not always see me like during practice be like all yeah. oh, smiley, you know, and jumpy. Mm-hmm. Or you might not see me down either. You might just see yeah. me just straight, you know, level yeah, just every single day. I'm just I try exactly. I just try and be the same guy every day. Yep. That way, you know, I'm not you know, my emotions aren't going up and down every day because I would hate to be that guy that's, yeah. you know, so happy one day and then you see me the next day. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. you could obviously tell something's wrong with this guy. Just, I don't want to be that. Cause like you, like we talked about energy spreads. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want your energy to affect other people. Yeah. I'm not saying like there's obviously people you can talk to and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I'm saying like, at, you know, around the team and I practice, like you don't want that to affect the team. So you just try and keep it like this for, you know, for those hours that you're in the building. And then once you get out, you know, you're able to Uh,
1: decompress. Yeah, decompress, let yourself Mm
0: -hmm. feel what you need to feel and things like that. And if you got someone to talk to, you know, you talk to them, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know. And for people out there who are listening to this, that battle those things, I mean, it's it's real things like real feelings. They're not something to be ashamed of. You know, that's why, you know, I asked you to you know, speak on it more because yeah. a lot of people, especially men mm-hmm. guys, you know, they're afraid to talk about it because, yeah. you know, the stigma around it, like, oh, you know, you're soft, men blah, gotta blah, blah. be hard Yeah, like men that. gotta be so tough. Yeah. Like it's hard to be like that, man. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you have all these emotions, you you feel all this stuff. So right. for everybody out there, I mean, if you are feeling this type of way, like it's okay. It's okay and it's understandable. Mm-hmm. There's others that feel the exact same way as you. And it's okay to reach out to people and go speak to people about it you know sometimes all you need is an ear to listen you know
1: at the end of the day the more you bottle like bottle it up um it's just it's bound to to explode like get a get a sprite or coca-cola bottle and Mm -hmm. then just start filling it every day with like gas it's it's gonna explode one day uh-huh. and and that that's how it is with your emotions so sometimes you just got to let go so that bottle doesn't explode
0: you know the uh, it's actually crazy that we talked about this like yesterday i had a conversation with somebody and they just straight up asked me like how you doing like what's been going on with you like they just noticed you know something and like i said i'm just like this but mm-hmm. this person there they really like they know me yeah you know they know me Mm-hmm. So just the tiniest thing, they can see something. When you say things like you bottle it up and then it'll explode. Yep. When he asked me that, after I was done talking, he goes, you realize you just talked 18 minutes straight, right? He's like, I haven't said one word mm-hmm. in 18 minutes. He's like, you can't let yourself just bottle up like that. Yep. He's like, you got to be able to speak. You got you to be able to talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's something that you don't really realize because if you're just holding everything in, and then you let it out. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're just talking to talk. Like you're, you're talking what you feel, and yeah, you, you never realize how long you actually talk. And then at the end of the day, in the moment, you might you might feel like like anxious and stuff. But after you say it, like, it's like a relief. It's like a a, a reset. Uh-huh. I guess you could say so.
0: Yeah, it's definitely something that I encourage people to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm glad that we were able to speak on that because some people obviously need to hear it. I've talked about, you know, Mm -hmm. anxiety, mental health on the show before, but it's never too much to talk about it again because it's something that's very, very important. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate you, Andy, for coming on. And I appreciate you all for watching and we'll see you all next time. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to Believe.